TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Bleeding me dry like a damn vampire. Yeah! <laughs> Vampire! It's a Q Morning Show! Q104, Olivia Rodrigo. Morgan says there is a conspiracy theory. There is. Surrounding this song. What would the, I did not hear this. What is the conspiracy theory? Okay, so obviously when you hear Vampire, you would think that this would be Olivia Rodrigo talking about maybe an ex-boyfriend. Um, but she actually came out and said that it wasn't about her ex-boyfriend. So then people were going wild on, you know, what could Olivia Rodrigo be singing about? And fans made the conspiracy theory that the song is about Taylor Swift and that the two have had a falling out. Interesting. Yes. Now, what is their evidence that they they are using to to come up with this conspiracy theory. Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo used to be super close, right? When Olivia Rodrigo first broke into the music scene, Taylor Swift was like her idol. I mean, she gushed over her. You know, even Taylor would post things like calling Olivia Rodrigo her baby and I'm proud of you and all of these things. All of a sudden, that stopped completely. Mm-hmm. And people thought it was kind of weird because they were, you know, buddy buddy, it was a bit of a mentor situation. And then all of the things started happening about other artists uh I don't know if they sued Olivia Rodrigo, but they did whatever they had to to get royalties on her song. Remember when Paramore, Haley Williams uh got royalties on what was the song? Good for you because it sounded a lot like Misery Business. I don't remember that actually. Well, she did. So now, if you look up, you know who's on the song for mis for not Misery Business for what's the song that Olivia Rodrigo sings? Why can't I think of it? I just said it. Uh, Vampire. No. Driver's license. No. Uh, good I just, for you. Uh, yeah. Good for good you. Good for you. Good for you. So if you look <laughs> up who wrote that song, Haley Williams is on it, but she didn't write the song. But because it sounded so much like Misery Business, you know, she got a writing credit. There have been other songs from Olivia's first album, Sour, that all of a sudden have Taylor Swift as a, as a writer on the song. When they didn't sit down and actually write it together because maybe it sounded too much like another Taylor Swift song. So the theory is that Taylor Swift... Kind of has some bad blood against Olivia Rodrigo because she thinks she's copying her, copying Mm. Haley Williams. Haley Williams toured with Taylor earlier this year. And then somebody asked Olivia recently, have you been to the Eras tour? And she just said, all she said was no. 
Interesting. I'm reading through the lyrics of Vampire right now. So I'm reading these as if Olivia is writing these about Taylor Swift. Hate to give the satisfaction, asking how you're doing now. How's the castle built off people you pretend to care about? And then skipping through the song here. Um, You made me look so naive the way you sold me for parts and you sunk your teeth into me. Bloodsucker, fame, bleeper, bleeding me dry. Like a vampire. I mean, does it not check out? It kind of <laughs> does. Oh, people. With you got to your... love the conspiracy theories. People with all your free time. But I mean, they're definitely not as close as they used to be. So something happened. I don't know if that is what happened, but maybe time will tell. That's interesting. So there you go. There's I'm, your conspiracy theory for I'm the day. Learning things this morning. We learn things on the Q Morning Show. <laughs> for sure. I didn't think it was about an actual vampire. I, I wasn't taking the song literally. Yeah, I, that never <laughs> crossed my mind. Real life. Real Cleveland. Awesome way to wake up. It's the Q Morning Show. So much good music. I love it. 104. <laughs> Q104, the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So yesterday after the show, after we ended, we stopped broadcasting, we turned the microphones off, Morgan and I both go do our our post-show stuff, we're on our laptops, we're editing audio, we're clicking away. Mm -hmm. The phone rings, and I believe that it was Morgan's fiance, David. It was. Was he did he FaceTime? Yes. And it was a very short conversation. Yes. But I did hear the British accent, so I <laughs> I guessed it was David. Yep. Did he end the conversation by saying toodaloo? <laughs> uh, I don't recall, but it wouldn't surprise me. I feel like, because I wasn't e- eavesdropping, I had headphones on, so I was doing something else. But then I thought I heard toodaloo. <laughs> um, I don't know. I He's in France right now mm-hmm. on a work trip. So I think that's why he got confused because normally he calls me right before I sound like a five-year-old right before I go down for my noon nap. He usually gives me a call, um, but he's an hour ahead. So he called at like close to 10 ish. So I guess it was still a little off, but he's like, oh, I thought you'd be home by now. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, I mean, do they say toodaloo in France? Because he's all about it. I don't know. I might, I might've misheard the entire uh <laughs> salutation or whatever that is when you say goodbye i pretty um, much was like why are you calling me at work i have to go <laughs> why 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 would i don't it, know you're in the room with me what i know do, what do i care if you're talking to david yeah i know looking back i was definitely um over hypersensitive to the fact that i was on a facetime in the studio i don't know why it just made me nervous i was thinking about david because david has a british accent um and there's this new survey that asked a thousand Americans how they feel about different accents around the world. The London accent is the one that we think makes that person sound the most intelligent. Okay. Well, can I tell you that he's got a bit of a hybrid accent. So if you're like around British people, mm-hmm. they will say that, that David sounds different. Oh, he they has, think he sounds funny? He sounds South African. But when he's in South Africa, they're like, oh, you can tell you've been in London for too long. So is South Africa somewhere on that list? Because I've actually heard that the South African accent is like the sexiest, which I'm just going to go ahead and co-sign. Interesting. I wish they would have asked you to be a part of this survey because sexiest didn't even make the list. (laughs) They might not even have asked the question. (laughs) Yeah. They asked most annoying accent. Yeah. And topping that list is Boston, 
Boston. Followed by New York. Are they the same? No, those are di- different accents. But like for sure. what sets them apart from each other? Um, well, I don't know. I'm not really an expert on this. but Because like when but, I say Boston accent, I want to go Boston. And when yeah. I say New York, I want to go New York. Yeah. And they sound the same to me. Pizza. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're, so they're, they're definitely different. Yeah. Uh, Canada has the funniest accent on this list, which I've never found the Canadian accent funny. Yeah, I wouldn't say funny. And then the Scottish accent comes in second for being funny. Scottish. Yeah. And then Australian <laughs> is on this list. Oh, don't ask me. to. Do, that's like the one that, I mean, I can't do any of them. Clearly, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> Scott, or Australian, I would be really bad at. Oh, okay. So I, I do see this on the list now. So it says the most beautiful accent is French, where David is right now. Okay. I could see that. And French wins for most romantic and most Seductive. Okay, fine. So you fine. tell you tell David to be careful there. <laughs> in Paris. Watch who you're talking to. Right, exactly. Sir. I don't I don't want David to be seduced <laughs> in Paris. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, Cleveland Confessional on the way this morning, right around 720. I like this wake up song. I'm at the corner, just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right. <laughs> Back to school time. It is. Morgan, you should give your sister a proper introduction here. Well, this is my older sister, Brittany. I was about to say her last name, but privacy reasons, I'll keep that under wraps. <laughs> Good morning, Thank Brittany. You. Good morning, Morgan. <laughs> say hello to Bill. Bill, have you ever met my sister? You did at Wonderstruck. We did. We met at Wonderstruck. We Finally. did. The best night of my life, thanks to Q104 oh. and my sister, probably. And because you met me, that's why it's the best night of your life? Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, slowly I am meeting members of Morgan's family. I Next up, mom and dad. Yeah. So uh, Brittany is on the phone this morning because yesterday was a milestone event in her life. Tell us about it, Brittany. So I sent my last child off to school. I've been home for nine years with the child, and it's definitely not going to be an easy transition for me. It's a lot harder harder than what I thought it was going to be. Tell us about what happened yesterday. Like, walk us right up to the moment when you did you did you drive her to school, or was it uh, was it the bus yesterday? No, I actually she's mad at me because I won't let her ride the bus. <laughs> So Why won't I, you um, let her ride the bus? She's too little. <laughs> See, I was telling Morgan her this, this. <laughs> I was telling Morgan Morgan this yesterday, Brittany. I remember my first day of kindergarten, and Morgan doesn't understand why I remember that day, <laughs> but I do because it was because of the bus. It must have been the fear <laughs> that I experienced because I had to be I had to be coaxed on this bus. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But when I picked her up from school, she just stood there staring at me and she shook her head. No. Uh, 
she wanted to stay at her first day of kindergarten? Yeah, she's like, I'm not ready. And then I'm like, well, it's time to go home. She goes, but I want to ride the bus. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, though. I mean, she has no fear of riding the bus. You should... I think you should let her then. Which is insane that she doesn't have a fear of things you would think, you know, like leaving her mom, riding the bus. But our dog, who's like the cutest little thing in the world, she cries hysterically every time she's around her. She goes to the doctor, shots, no problem. Mm -hmm. But our our furry four-legged friend can't even sit in the same room. You You know what it is? It's second child. Second child syndrome. Yeah, right. The second child usually isn't afraid of anything. And the only the thing with the dog, it's probably just because of the size, you know, proportionately. That small that dog is a small dog right. to, to you and to Brittany. True. But to Livy, that's not a small dog. True. Now Brittany sent us a video um of Livy yesterday, uh like getting in line with her class and and mom and dad were saying bye, and Brittany is like Okay, Livy, I'll pick you up. And Livy like doesn't even acknowledge my sister. And Brittany, I can hear like Brittany's voice is cracking, and she says it again. Livy, I'll pick you up. And Livy's like, "Shut up, mom! I don't want you to pick me up." And then she just walks away. So, like, she didn't even look back. I'm like, okay, bye. It would have made it more heartfelt and memorable for you if your child actually was going to miss you too. I'm sure, right? I yeah. know. I'm like, okay, I guess she's ready. Yeah, we're we're absolutely more emotional than our kids in those moments. Like, for I, sure. I wasn't around for Drew's first day of kindergarten, but I was for Will's. Uh, and Paula had to work, so she wasn't there. So it was just me and him, and it was this, it was the same thing. And they they started out with they let all the kids go on the playground first before they went inside to the school get all the energy out yeah and so he just ran on the playground and it's like that that's it like he i'm just watching him play but then i'm standing there looking at him and i'm like is he going to run over is he going to be is he going to want to come home but he didn't and he didn't miss me at all and i just have the one tear rolling (laughs) down my face (laughs) it's so heartbreaking and i don't know why but like I guess maybe because she's, like, the last one, and I still think of her, like, as my baby. It was so much harder than when I sent Ellie off. I don't know. It was just such a completely different feeling, and I'm, like, I'm crushed. Because it's your... It's your last baby. It's your it's your second yes. baby. Well, yes. Bill, as as you know, the resident father of the Q Morning Show. What advice could you give to Brittany, being a couple years ahead of her in parenthood and and dealing with these big life moments? Oh my! You're asking Live me it for up. advice. I was going to say, enjoy the quiet. Yeah. Like your house is never quiet or clean, so enjoy it. Yeah, you think I've got things figured out? I mean, you listen to the show every morning. I'm usually asking those questions to everybody else. Right, right, right. I don't know what I'm doing. Brittany, thank you for uh, for coming on this morning. And, uh, Thanks and for having me. Keep, keep us posted on uh, Livy and how it's going this week on her first week of kindergarten. I will. I was going to say best of luck to Livy on day two, but I think I'm going to tell you, Brittany, best of luck to you on Livy's day two. <laughs> Yeah, Libby doesn't need it. Thanks, Mo. Love you. <laughs> Love you. I have been uh, dreading getting to the Cleveland Confessional this morning. That is because it's, it's an, serious today. Yeah, it's a serious thing. We've got to do it, though. We've got to help her out. Uh, it's an anonymous caller. We'll come up with a fake name for her in a second. She is contemplating 
how to leave her husband. That is next on the Cleveland Confessional. Wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the Q Morning Show. I love it when I listen to it in the morning. It gets me amped up. Real life, real Cleveland. Ladies getting money all around the world because girls is players too. It's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it can be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. So this confession today, it started out as an email confession, and it is no joke. It's no joke. A lot of times during the Cleveland Confessional, I'll joke around, try to ease the tension a little bit. I don't think I can do that today. No, Laura really needs our help. Laura, good morning. Hi there. Go ahead with your confession. Okay. Um, I want to leave my husband, but um, I can't because I have no money. Okay, let's start. Let's start with why do you want to leave your husband? Um, it's it's bad. I mean, it's bad. It's uh, my relationship with him. So we have two kids, and it, after I had the second kid, it just it's like something flipped in him, and things just started to kind of get worse and worse and worse. And um, I'm now like you know realizing that I really think that he's emotionally abusive and I'm worried that he'll do that to our girls someday and right now it's just me but you know like as they grow up that'll just get worse and um and then I also think he's been fooling around on me for probably the last 10 years (laughs) 10 years yeah yeah um yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, um, I've always had suspicions, but just lately, like with how bad everything's been, I went ahead and started to kind of do some digging um, to confirm my suspicions. And I'm I'm about like 98 percent sure I'm right. OK, Laura, we want to be able to point you in the right direction as yeah. as far as who's going to help you, who who's what's the best resource to help you. You mentioned that your husband recently has been emotionally abusive Right. I need to ask, has he ever been physically abusive? No, no, he hasn't. Um, Yeah, no, he hasn't. It's all just like emotional abuse. It's like, um, you know, like name calling and like, um, you know, like gaslighting. um, Yeah. Still not something you should have to endure, nonetheless. And when I think about like my girls growing up in that kind of house, like I don't want them to grow up thinking that that's like how they can be treated, you know? So, um, yeah. But I have no money. Um, he makes way more than I do. And I know that, like, he's the type of person that, like, if I left, they, you know, he's not going to, like, help me with that. Yeah. Um, I have a little bit socked away in savings, but, like, just enough to get an apartment, like, not enough to even, like, hire a lawyer, you know. And so I'm terrified that if I leave he'll hold that financial situation over me and I could end up like losing custody Mm. of the girls or like, you know, like you hear stories about that, right? Like um, that whoever's in the better financial position ends up with like full physical custody. And that would just absolutely break my heart. So I'm just scared to do it. Wow. Laura, I'm so sorry, first of all. And I thank you for being open and honest with us. And I'm really hoping someone out there can give you some solid advice. I mean, Bill, do you have anything you want to say to her? This is what I want to do. Laura, first of all, I'm going to put you on hold for a second. Okay. All right. Stay right there. We're going to talk to you in just a second. Hang on. Okay. Okay. 216-474-0104.
Yeah, my heart is is heavy right now as well. I know. And I feel like just me personally, like I haven't experienced this part of life yet. You know, like all of my my parents are still together. All of my friends are like freshly married. So I have no idea what to tell Laura. Me neither. I'm definitely not qualified. So let's open this up. 216-474-0104. If Laura was your friend, was your sister, what advice would you have for Laura? Yeah, if you're a mom and you've been in this same position and you've had to navigate through it, we would love to hear from you. 216-474-0104. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, if you are just tuning in right now, we are in the middle of the Cleveland Confessional. And we spoke to Laura, not a real name, but she is having... Real problems. Yes. Right now, she is on the precipice of leaving her husband. The problem is, is that she doesn't really have any money. She doesn't know the first step. Uh, There are kids involved. Yes. Right? And Um, all very um, serious reasons for wanting to leave her husband. You know, it's not just, I don't like him anymore. Like, serious reasons. She suspects that he's been having an affair or perhaps multiple affairs for years and years, and there's also, in her words, emotional abuse right. happening right now. So what do we do next? We're trying to help her out here. 216-474-0104. I know Jenny is on hold with some important information. We're going to get to her in a second. Let's go to Jessica. Uh, Jessica, good morning. Hi. Hi. Now, you said that you relate to what Laura's going through right now. Yes. Yes. So I was with my son's father. Uh, Thankfully, I wasn't married to him. Um, That was one of the best decisions that I ever made was not to marry him, but um, who was seemingly perfect for a long time. And then when I had our child, uh, a a switch flip, like she said, um, and things got very nasty. Um, You know, at some point things did get physically abusive, but it was mostly all verbal and emotional abuse, which I believe is is much harder to handle than physical abuse. You can't see it. Nobody knows it's happening. It's very scary to navigate by yourself. Um, and I just want Laura to know that her her best defense in this is making a plan and being very careful um, uh, and, and concise about what she wants to do and how to go about it. She can't just pull out right away and say, hey, I'm going to divorce this guy and I'm going to get a lawyer and I'm going to go and I'm going to get a house. Like you need every step you need to plan. Um, you need to, to think through. You need to have support groups and, and look online for people that are have been in your situation, people like me. And um, you need to talk to people and just get out there and, and know what's going on. Don't talk, talk to him about this. Keep things cordial in the house for your girls. It sounds like you need to have patience in a situation where it's very difficult right. to have patience. Right. I mean, my my initial instinct would be to, I'm out. I'm getting out. I know. I'm 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 leaving right now, but you can't you can't really do that. Uh, Jenny is on the line right now. Jenny, good morning. Good morning. What advice do you have for Laura this morning on the so, Cleveland Confessional? 
Yeah, going off of what Jessica said, um, making a plan, and some advice that I have for her if she's looking for resources is um, if she lives in Lorraine County, call Genesis House. They, um, you know, help people with getting a lawyer and getting back on their feet or even just making a plan to leave that person. Um, or the Laura's home in Cuyahoga County. I mean, there are so many resources out there. Whatever county you live in, there's always um, a shelter, and you don't necessarily have to go there and stay there. Um, If you need help, they'll provide you help without actually having to go to the shelter. That's fantastic That's great, advice. That's Jenny. Yes, right thank you so much. And we heard about Laura's home, I th- wasn't it last year at this time, Morgan? Yeah. We, we were doing some work with them. We were. Around the holidays. And... Uh, I wish I would remember. I'm glad Jenny called because I, I did not think of them right away. So yes. that's, that's some tremendous. That's a good first start. Yes. Uh, a first step I for agree. Laura. Um, and she's been on hold listening the entire time. So thank you for, uh, for the calls this morning. Uh, and we'll, and it, they can continue to come in. 216-474-0104. We'll pass along the information to Laura. You can email us however you want to get in touch with us. Uh, that's perfectly fine. The Q Morning Show, Q104. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs, but there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Yeah, boy! Dave Chappelle tickets all week long. Morgan, let's meet our contestants this morning. First up, rep in the city of Illyria, it's Kim. Kim, good morning. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. Let's meet your challenger from the city of Akron. It's Marcy. Marcy, good morning. Good morning. Ladies, it's a best of five question quiz. Your name is your buzzer. Any questions or are we ready to play? Ready. All right, here we go. Question number one. In Greek mythology... Who is the god of the sea? Kim. Kim? Poseidon. That is correct. Question number two. Which planet is known as the red planet? Kim. Kim? Mars. Mars is correct. Seems like a weird time to get out of your car. (laughs) 
<laughs> we need you to be focused right here and right now. Uh, Kim is on the board with two. That means, Kim, if you get this next one right, you will win. Marcy, you have to answer this correct to stay alive in the game. Question number okay. three. What is the name of the fictional continent where the TV show Game of Thrones is primarily set? Marcy. Marcy, are you running out of gas? Hello? No. Marcy, oh. are you playing your own game show? Because it sounds like it sounds no. like the correct bells going on. Uh, no, that that was the seatbelt. Okay, gotcha. okay. Uh-huh. Marcy, go ahead and answer the question. Uh Okay, I forgot. I'm sorry. You want me to read the question again? We got sidetracked. I'll read it again. Ready? (laughs) What is the name of the fictional continent where the TV show Game of Thrones is primarily set? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You feel very constrained by that seatbelt right now. Like You're under a lot of pressure. Kim, do you have a guess? I don't know. Okay, well, I don't think it matters because it's uh, the best of five anyway. So, Kim, you win. Whoa. Oh. I do? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're just as shocked my as you are. going to be so excited. <laughs> yeah, Dave Chappelle. Love it. Oh, my gosh. Yay. And, Kim, I hope you buckle back up and drive safely this morning. <laughs> I'm at work. I'm good. There you go. All right. Love you, Kim. Thank you so much. It's Q104, the Q Morning Show. Last night we let the liquor talk. Q104, it's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. Morgan and Bill. So dawn dating, it's exactly how what it sounds like. It's going on a date that happens in the morning. Okay. Relationship experts say that dawn dating helps you connect with someone in a different way and with a clear time frame while doing things that fit into your lifestyle and without the pressure of being in a romantic setting. Sure. Because it's the morning. You get up and you go to coffee, go on a coffee date or walk around a farmer's market or play golf. Tea time at 6 a.m. Absolutely not. (laughs) Or you could take a fitness class. Now, I have done dawn dating before, back in my dating days. This was not with your wife, Paula? No, it wasn't, because this date did not work out well for me. But were you doing dawn dating because you worked in morning radio, and that was the only time you could go on a date? That's exactly right. Okay, well, look at me. I was working right here at Q104, and my schedule during the week was just insane. And by Friday night, I had no energy to go out. So I scheduled a Saturday morning breakfast date. With this girl. You would think that on Saturday, though, you would want to sleep in. No. One opportunity. Well, in a a way, I did sleep in. I mean, normally we get up at 4 o'clock. If I go on an 8 o'clock breakfast date, that wasn't too bad. True. So we went to my friend's restaurant. We went to, uh, it's a diner in Lakewood. And I thought the date went well. We had breakfast. But here's the one thing. That I found out later. So I did not know during the date. I found out from a mutual friend later the reason why she did not want to go out with me again. Okay. Because during breakfast, whatever I ordered wasn't enough for me. I was still hungry. Okay. So I remember I ordered an extra plate of hash browns. And she told her friend, our mutual friend, that I house my food. She said, I, I eat too much. I house my food. And she also said that I have 
I have thighs like tree trunks. What? That's mean. That is mean, right? <laughs> yeah. It I mean, scarred I, me. I can see her point. Like, I don't think it's bad that you scar food like you were hungry. So what? I mean, maybe sometimes in the manner that you eat it loudly would be an issue for me <laughs> and slurping. But that's it. It's that bad to be on a date and you're still hungry and you order something else. I don't think that's no, bad. I don't think that's bad either. How is that any different than going on a date with someone and you order an appetizer before your entree? Yeah, I don't get it either. In this case, I ordered my entree, which would would have been whatever I had for breakfast, and then I wanted a little extra. Right. Or ordering dessert. It's just like ordering dessert, except it's a plate of home fries. <laughs> exactly. I don't think I did anything wrong. I so don't either. Dawn dating did not work out for me. That's well, fine. She wasn't for you anyway. She wasn't. I didn't end up with her. Uh, all right. So we're going to get into things that you were told as a, as a kid or things that you believed as a kid that turned out to be just not true. Yeah, total lies. At all. That's next. It's the Q Morning Show. I love radio because it plays all my favorite songs and it wakes me up in the morning. Q104. It's Morgan and Bill. We are the Q Morning Show. We want to get into dumb things. That you believed as a kid. We told a lie to our kids on Sunday. Well, not my kids, but my nieces. What did you tell them? (laughs) They believed it. We got the question. You know, the question. The question. The birds and the bees. Well, where, mommy, where does that (laughs) baby come from? Already? Yeah. I mean, Ellie's eight. And so we were at church and this lady was pregnant and I mean, she was like eight months pregnant. And so we were in the car on the way home and Ellie goes, how, how does the baby get in the belly? And me and my sister just look at each other like, here we go, here we go. But what we were always told was (laughs) my mom made this up. I think, uh, the mommy swallowed a watermelon seed. And the watermelon is growing inside the lady's belly. And then when she gives birth, it turns into a baby. And we we bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. Did you ever wonder, like in the summertime, when mom and dad would bring home a watermelon? <laughs> no. Like what was about to happen? No, I just had no idea. I had no reason to question <laughs> it. And I just believed it until I was old enough to really understand where babies came from. And I'm pretty sure that Ellie believed it on Sunday, too, when we told her. I've been trying to think of something that my parents used to lie about. I'm, I'm struggling to think of anything. I know I'm lying to my kids about the, the, the law about having a light on in the car. Oh, yes. My night. parents lied about that to me, too. Because we would take long trips and they would want the, the interior light on in the, in the back so they could read. Right. And, you know, I said that's illegal. You can't have that light on at night when you're driving. And then my wife's, answer to combat that was she got them these flashlights, these uh-huh. little mini flashlights so they could read in the back. But even when I'm driving, it's I swear, they're like strobe lights back yeah. there. They just like hit the windshield, hit my eyes. Right. You know, they're like all over the place. And finally, I just said, no, it's illegal to have any light on in the car yep. when you're driving. So someday they'll figure that out. Do you ever lie about um, telling a kid that a place is closed when it's really not? <laughs> no. I don't think so. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I we mean, do it all the time. Anytime the girls want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, it's, it's closed, closed today. Sorry. Yeah. I, do, <laughs> I try, I, I pride myself on not doing a whole lot of lying right. with my kids. I don't know. 216-474-0104. What is the, 
the dumb thing that you were told as a kid or the lie that you believed. And maybe it was even years later and you didn't even find out it was true. 216-474-0104. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, we're talking about the dumb thing that you were told, the lie that you were told as a kid. Maybe it was meant to scare you, whatever the reason. Uh, and you found out later that that was never true right. at all. Kristen's in Lorraine. Kristen, good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. What was the, the lie for you? When I was little, I used to talk so much, and my mom used to tell me that if I don't stop talking, I would run out of air, so I wouldn't be able to talk oh. anymore. <laughs> and I may or may not still use that on my kids today. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I know a kid that could use that excuse I, in my life. I just talk and talk all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm stealing that yeah. for Drew. I don't know if he's going to fall for it it's now. definitely a good one. It works. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Kristen. Yeah, Love Drew. That. Drew talks so much. So does Ellie. And it's, you know, they just started school, and so he's. I know he's just talking a ton at school. He barely has a voice right now. Like he sounds so raspy. <laughs> like he's already at school right now, so I can't get him on to prove it. But right. if you remind me, I'll do it tomorrow. Like it is just, it's he. He's hoarse at this point. Right. Like he's just been talking so much. Uh, Lucy's on the line. Lucy, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Lucy. Tell us something that you were scared of when you were a kid, and you realize now that was really dumb of me to be scared of. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, you guys. Okay. My brother was such an <laughs> And he used to make me scared of everything, right? So uh-huh. one time he told me that snakes live in toilets. <laughs> and, like, you can imagine. I was eight years old. You can right. imagine terror. And my and my little eight year old brain, right? So like, like he said, you know, when people are bad, snakes will come up and like bite people in the ass. Oh my oh. gosh! Your brother told you that? Yes. But only when you're bad. Only when you're bad. Okay. But I I didn't know because I was so young, and I was like, well, what if I'm being a bad girl? What if <laughs> yeah. I did? You know? Was this an older brother? He's an older brother. Okay, yes, mm-hmm. that makes yeah. sense. This also mm-hmm. sounds like it sounds like something that your parents wouldn't necessarily correct either, because <laughs> I mean, if it's if you're being bad, you probably you, you know you're probably on your best behavior all the right. time. Your parents are like, you know, let's just let it go. <laughs> totally, but it make my time in the toilet being a really like hard one because mm-hmm. like for years I like had this whole routine where like before I will sit in the toilet, I will flush twice. And then, if they didn't, I would like check it every twenty seconds <laughs> to make sure like there were no snakes down there. You know, yeah. it was like a life or death moment every time. Aww. This is like one of those things too, where you'll see it in the news once in a while. You'll see like a, this actually happens. Yeah, this has happened. Really? Yeah. It's a, mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll you'll see it in a news story that there's some snake in a toilet. Oh my god! And Lucy's like, see, <laughs> I knew it. I knew that happened. Well, thankfully, Lucy, you were always just on your best behavior. So the big bad snakes never came up and got you. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I know it's a bad idea, but how can I help? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, all 
and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.